You captured my gaze with your long brown hair. You captured my shut when I felt her stir within. She is throbbing for you now, my dear kissy, she is. She warms me, she wets me, she quivers for your cough. My tongue, well, it reminisces upon a delicious, savory, salty, sweet whisper of your lust. I swallow, but my eyes, even when you're out of sight, my eyes, they paint a picture whenever tension begins to build in my bosom, in the dark, in my car, in my dream. I see you fucking me like no motherfucking other, and you take that shit, and you own it. It's yours. Bonsoir, Monsieur Dan. It is Sunday, January 13th, 2013, and you are now listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. I'm your hostess, Sandra London of livinggrind.com, broadcasting to you live from the oh-so-wintry beaches of Southern California in connection with Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, Digital Podcast, and Naked Girls Radio. I will begin tonight's broadcast with the song Airplane by Kyle Young. Listen, 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 pay attention. I am from the place where repenting is a crime. I do airplane in the sky. Sitting in my room, spitting poems to myself and my AKG never play deep. Airplane, airplane, airplane in the sky. And I'll do this shit. Won't test me because I got the brains and the bronze of a tyrant. I am never violent. I am never silent. I'm forever airplane in the sky. Kid, I am a slob when I'm spitting. Rappers, itis, listen to me because I'm like King Midas. Got that golden touch, got a golden Dutch honeys. They never get me for my money because I'm dug like funny. Dig digging up your grave, bigger than the hay. Niggas want to hate, niggas need to date themselves because they get hit. And as the shit plays, I be getting paid every day and I get shit played. I can't have just one never yeah. Yell, because forever I will never yell head If you try to get airplane, 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 Have your uh, mo dead uh, Then I be like uh, Girl, can you give me mo airplane, Yo, Agnes I was on with that baddest bitch That was her name She was like a radish All red bubble But she got the bubble gun When I stick it in her She be shitting for a couple months uh, airplane, Cause I love to cunt uh, I love to put Yo, I love to push airplane, And I love to get it every day Like to hit it every way I don't give a fuck Because the kid will forever spray Airplane with the sneeze guard with the mouth spitting written from the dome. Listen as I shit these poems out like say airplane, airplane, airplane. Oh food that process. I am on the airplane, not in the projects. I'm in the studio with a fat booty hoe. Really, really straight like an airplane. Got my eye on the sparrow. I am like the pharaoh of H I P H O P. Never stop me because I'm so airplane, airplane, airplane. I will rock these speakers. Make them explode, implode to the low blows. Uh, like when I goes on your girl's nose because I'm a pro and she's a fucking airplane, airplane in the sky. I came with that because I'm insane and I blame the rap. Airplane, airplane. Because I blame the weed and I blame the elk and uh, I blame the telcom. I blame the powder. I blame the chowder. I blame the sound. If I'm playing around and I 
flame your town. Now the name is now. Airplane in the sky. Because I'm ripping it and flipping it and getting it good. Because I'm sitting in the women when I'm in the woods. Airplane in the sky. They tell me tons of things, tell me that they love me Cause the way that the brothers sing Picking up the pieces, picking up the reason Picking up the sonar, I am fucking so raw Yeah, because I rip every day with my AKG You don't play with me because I'm so fucking spacey I am that dude because I never, never snooze And I never, ever walk cause I'm always on the grind And I'm always on the grind yeah. I'm always flying higher than an airplane in the sky Higher than an airplane in the sky Washington. That movie is awesome. It's great. I highly recommend that you get a chance to check it out. It's awesome. He did a great job. It was very thrilling, very, uh, I don't know, just very, uh, very Denzel um, as far as how compelling he can be and how uh, he can just sort of play a, you know, a multitude of characters in one single character. Um, I had a lot of fun watching that movie. Uh, just a few days ago, but yeah, I hope you all, if you've seen it, that you like it, let me know. Uh, call in numbers 858-815-2333, once again, 858-815-2333, and it's super duper cold here <laughs> in Southern California. Um, I think we might be breaking, like, I don't know, records all over the place as far as uh, how cold it can actually be at this time of year. Um, I think it was like one or two degrees in Big Bear. Like, was it last night? If not last night, it probably is right now or later tonight. It's ridiculous, but hey, whatever's clever. I guess everyone around the world's having some sort of weird mishaps with the weather birds out there. <laughs> but anyways, I'll give you uh, Oriental Sunset by Kendred. And then I'll be right back with you. And I also have a new release from an artist um, who's based in Long Beach. I'll be playing that as well very shortly. But in the meanwhile, check this out. It's Oriental Sunset by Kindred. Thank you. 
That was Oriental Sunset by Kindred. And so uh, tonight, just like last year, um, I am broadcasting uh, during the Golden Globes, and I've seen a couple different winners, but um, I don't know whether it'd be like a buzzkill and like announce them or not. I don't know. I'm going to think about it. Maybe towards the end of the show, I'll go through a brief rundown of whatever I, I come across. Uh, so rest assured, if you haven't watched it yet in its entirety, I'm not going to, like, spill for you or spoil it for you <laughs> just yet. But I will I will sound off when I'm about to, so you'll know. Uh, yeah. So I have a couple different news stories, um, one in particular that, like, definitely touched me uh, in a way uh, that I want to share. But I'll share that in just a little bit. Uh, but in the meanwhile... Before I do all that, um, let me go ahead and play that song by a Long Beach hip-hop artist. He goes by the name of Roach, and um, I encountered his music on Reverb Nation, um, and he will also be uh, interviewing with me here on Playtime with Sandra Radio in the very near future. Uh, Roach, if you're out there listening, you're also very welcome to call in tonight, if you'd like, 858-815-2333. I will also be having an interview with uh, Larry of the Chicago SexCon. I'm very much looking forward to this. It ought to be quite a bit of fun. Um, I have yet to attend a Chicago SexCon, but I've heard tell that it is amazing. I've spoken with Jess about it of Naked Girls Radio, and she had a great time at this last one in 2012 in April. Um, so I'm excited to hear more about the man behind uh, Chicago SexCon. So you all are in for a treat. So hang on tight. But here you go. Here's On Deck by Roach. And I'll be right back with you. <laughs> what up, Tony? I'm going to light one up for your ass up in AZ. Yeah. 
Business. Okay. I will sit on you indeed. You've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. I will come and feed upon them. If I dribble, will you go not? I am on the rod, and my little animal, prettier than a bird, she is going to sing with me. Right now, he is asleep, but I call him a baby. He is a teenage nightmare, <gasps> an old doggy skin. He's a teenage nightmare. He really likes chicken. <laughs> the end. Thank you. Goodbye.
that kind team by Shayui. And yeah, okay, so getting to um, the news of today or, or this evening, um, in preparation for this evening's show, um, being that we will be speaking with uh, Larry of SexCon, um, the Chicago SexCon. I started looking through um, just for any little random facts and tidbits about Chicago. Um, Naked Girls Radio is based out of Chicago, um, alongside uh, Larry with SexCon, and there's all kinds of you know big industry and and different sorts of fields out and out over yonder, <laughs> especially in commercial, financial, industrial, and cultural centers. They have phenomenal art galleries, um, tons of libraries, very strong emphasis on public reform of education and things like this. And they also have tons of notable uh, natives and residents um, who hail from Chicago, the Windy City, like Hillary Clinton, Michael Crichton, Walt Disney, Bobby Fischer, Quincy Jones, Robin Williams, Bob Newhart, amongst others. And um, it was only later after gathering a few other tidbits just about Chicago itself and all this that I decided to look back at an article um, where I'd only really seen the headline and maybe like a paragraph or so into the story, and I didn't have enough time at, at that particular um, juncture, <laughs> I guess, to read more into it. But I was already kind of shocked and stunned in a way um, to read about Aaron uh, Swartz, who is another Chicago native, um, and he uh, helped create um, RSS, um, and uh, he worked in collaboration with Reddit. Uh, he formed Demand Progress, uh, which is um, an Internet activist uh, organization, and he helped largely with uh, helping to defeat SOPA and you know getting the word out there. Um, and he actually uh, was found in his apartment in New York, uh, he had committed uh, suicide. And I was very disheartened to hear that he was under like enormous stress over uh, federal charges that were lodged against him based on um, information that he allegedly, um, what was it, he allegedly downloaded like millions of uh, scholarly articles from JSTOR and, oh, what was the other, uh, PACER, um, the PACER database from the U.S. federal courts. Um, so what originally started with four counts turned into, uh, ooh, was it 11? No, 13. Um, and actually one of the websites, JSTOR, decided not really to keep those charges going against him, um, but um, the attorney a uh, U.S. attorney in Massachusetts decided to continue launching the charges based on a 1984 act um, called the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, and their interpretation of it is what um, uh, gave them the inclination to wish to prosecute him uh, based on um, uh, downloading these uh, articles and this database. So. Uh, yeah, I'm just sorry, I'm very sorry to hear about his passing. Um, I think he um, was a pioneer, um, very forward-thinking, very progressive, 
Um, and I just feel bad. <laughs> um, I don't really know. It would take way too long to go into like much more, and I don't want to make everybody all sad or anything out there. But I will just say, rest in peace to Aaron Schwartz. He hails from Chicago, um, and he was a brilliant guy. He was awesome. And um, viva la liberté. But anyways, I will play a song here for you very quickly. Um, and very soon I will uh, begin my interview with Larry of SexCon, and we can talk about warm, fuzzy, friendly, sexy things. But yes, I I did want to just put that out there. Um, but here you go. I will play. I I will play Elephant Song by Seventy Two Hours, and I will be right back with you. Here you go.
Hello, hello. It's Sandra London of Playtime with Sandra Radio. How's it going? Hey, Sandra. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, very well. Um, For those who are not familiar with you, why don't you go ahead and let my listeners know what you're all about and what SexCon Chicago is all about. Oh, yeah, great. Well, um, SexCon is the largest one-night party in Chicago. It's pretty much the only party of its kind on the planet, from what I've been told, but but definitely in America. We're a one-night all-adult expo that is set in Chicago's largest nightclub, and we feature the largest names in adult, uh, you know, porn stars. We've got strippers and strip clubs, gentlemen's clubs, uh, live music, fashion shows, Tons of different uh, so do you live have, like, events. Dancers, dancers, and managers from different like uh, top Chicago clubs come out and and say hello, this kind of thing. Or yeah, it's more than just Chicago though. It's uh, it's really Chicago, uh, Wisconsin, Indiana, Iowa, uh, basically other surrounding like I guess it would be the Midwest states. That everybody there, all of the strip clubs uh, attend and get a chance to uh, feature on the stages all night long. And then lots of uh, adult companies throughout the country also come out to uh, exhibit and have a good time. It's kind of like a day off for the industry. Instead of it being a normal expo that's a three-day drag, this is just a one-night massive party. Nice. Yeah, it's a great time. And so I was doing my, my research a little bit, and I saw that last year's was the fifth annual uh, uh, SexCon. And so this year, you're having it again, so it'll be your sixth. But what first, like, how did it begin? What caused its formation in the first place? Like, where you're like, I want to get all these people together, all in one place, all in the best place possible. And, <laughs> like, I want to call it this, and I want this, this, and this to happen. Like, Tell me about that, please. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it started because my main company, BornAbabe.com, we have a number of different things that happen in Chicago because we're based out of Chicago. And so I go to a lot of different events and a lot of different promoters ask us to come out to their events and bring girls and videotape and kind of like add to the experience. And... I figured. Oh, wait. Well, just how sexy is Chicago then to have like all these requests? Like, are there tons of different like sexual gatherings that tend to happen out there? Uh, you know, <laughs> a lot of it is a little bit underground because you know Chicago really is a little bit prudish still in yeah, the way that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking offhand. Yeah, I was like, really? <laughs> well, you know what, Sandra, that's why we like to slap them in the face a little bit and get uh, people interested. We are not the prudish society that everybody thinks we are here in Chicago. There's a massive underground, and besides that, Chicago's got the largest number of bars and clubs in the country per capita, and we do a very good job. Yeah, we do a very good job of nightly promotions and having, you know, it doesn't matter, like tonight, Sunday night, there's a ton of things going on. Monday nights, there's a ton of things going on. It's not just Friday and Saturday. 
And uh, you know, I was I was asked to bring a bunch of girls out to a couple different types of events, and some of them are just VIP events and clubs. But I figured uh, Born a Babe had been up for about three years, and we were starting to get pretty popular here in Chicago. And since I was coming out to everybody else's event and bringing girls for their events, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start something to kind of broadcast to Chicago more about bornandbabe.com. That's when I started the Chicago SexCon. Uh, we actually okay. called it the Sexpo at first, and then uh, after our second year, we started to get large. Sexpo, like Expo, but with a S I, in the front. Okay, I see. And uh, I got <laughs> cease and desist letters from some Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe legal group in New York stating that that word is wholly owned and I couldn't use it anymore. And so, you know, we branded as SexCon. And I, I own that word now and we own that name. And so basically ever since the second show, we switched it to SexCon. And now it's getting a pretty big following. We're We're really well known in the Midwest and now we're starting to get companies like the AVN and XBiz and A Entertainment News and, you know, Cattle.xxx, a bunch of media outlets that are looking at what we're doing here in Chicago because it's unique and uh, a lot of companies from California bring their girls out uh, to to host and promote at our show. Okay, well then how do you get all of that into one evening? Like how many hours does this take place? Is it like a a definite all nighter, like twelve to twelve? <laughs> well we do it from we do it from seven PM until four in the morning. And you know, the first two hours from seven to nine PM, that's business to business, industry only. It's kind of a you know, meet and greet for all the people that are at the show for exhibitors and uh, a couple of select media and industry individuals that also will attend the first two hours. And then at 9 p.m., after those two hours, we open the doors to the general public, and it goes until 4 in the morning. So it's the pre-party, it is the party, and it is the after-party all in one night. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. (laughs) Well, has this all like has it always been held at the same venue? Um, what was it? Um, Excalibur and was it Vision? Vision, yeah. Yeah. Has yeah. It those been held the, there, or was it somewhere else at first? We no, we always there. hold it. We always hold it there. Uh, when I started it, I knew that I wanted it at this club. It's it's the most recognizable, multi-floor, largest landmark building in Chicago. That is a nightclub. And, you know, Vision and Excalibur are connected to each other. And uh, we got about 60,000 square feet. There's seven floors and three live stages. So all night long it's like that, you know. And I started it knowing that this was the most unique, I guess, very, very eclectic building. And, um, well, you've been to Chicago. Have you ever been to Excalibur? I do not believe I ever have. Like, um, the times that I've been to Chicago, I visited, like, more low-key jazz bar type things. Like, okay, I always say, like, I can't 
remember exactly the names of them, but they usually have a color and an animal, like the green. Yeah, green dolphin is one of them. Yeah, there we go. Green dolphin and, like, blue something, where you're like, okay, the the color and the animal don't necessarily correlate, (laughs) but the place itself is, like, really awesome. But I've been, like, a couple of those places in, like, uh, Sears Tower. Did they rename it Willis or something? Uh, well, they tried to. Yeah, they tried to rename it Willis Tower, but anybody who is from Chicago, yeah, no, we'll always consider it the Sears Tower. And there is, uh, well, in Las Vegas, you've got uh, Spearmint Rhino, and here in Chicago, you've got Pink Monkey. And those are a number of uh, adult, you know, like gentlemen's clubs, but it's not just the color and an animal. There's a lot of clubs in Chicago, like I said. I knew for a fact that this club specifically, if you've ever seen it, it really does stand out. It was built in 1893. It is a castle. Um, It's the most unbelievable-looking building. It actually looks like um, the Playboy Mansion, and it's right in the middle of the theater-slash-club district in downtown Chicago. So very recognizable, easily accessible from everywhere in Chicago. What is this theater... Slash club district called exactly, so I won't miss it's, it next time. <laughs> it's uh, it's called River North. That's what it is. It's River North, and it's yeah, they they I'm call right it River now. North. Yeah, it's I'm it's right actually now. a phenomenal <laughs> area. There's a very very large McDonald's. It's Kitty Corner to it. It's the Rock and Roll McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Well, oh, my we, God. It's, like, the best place ever. All these, like, bars and clubs and theaters, and there's a McDonald's. Well, it's not just a McDonald's. Hey, it's, <laughs> it's not just a McDonald's. It's a, it's a world-class McDonald's. It's got a lot of There's special like features. McDonald's? Exactly. Exactly. Really? Really? Yes. It is a naked McDonald's, and they have hot Wait, dogs in buns. Don't do this to me. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's actually not called McDonald's. It's McDowell's. Oh, McDowell's. Oh, jeez. Okay, you you scared me for a minute there. I'm like, yeah. okay, wait, maybe it is really burnt there. <laughs> it's like the no, it is, it, it is a rock and roll <laughs> McDonald's. It is McDonald's. But the show has gotten to be pretty big, and we've had, you know, stars like Sasha Gray and Jesse Jane. Um, oh. Who else have we had over there? Angelina Armani and Lisa Ann, uh, Lexi Bell, um, Joanna Angel, Cagney Carter, Courtney Combs. Uh, the, na- the names go on and on. We we get the largest stars in the industry to come out, and, and you know, they have a great time signing and taking pictures with all their fans, but everybody's getting fucked up. Everybody's getting really <laughs> drunk and having just a phenomenal time. And in reality, well, all of the attendees get to be stars for a night, too, so they get to be on stage as amateurs. Okay, and, you know, yeah. well, I, okay hold on. Well, I have two questions. I can't remember if they're related, but I'll just as they come out, we'll know. Okay, number one, when is the last call? <laughs> and then number two... Did you already have an in with? Sorry, did you already have an in with Excalibur? Do you know people that already like worked there or DJed there before you approached them, or did you just kind of show up and give them like a, a pretty smile and like finagle your way in? Because thing is, well, I, I not overtly like you know paint the town red kind of place. Like 
to go, you know, to show up and and you know proposition to have a a lovely collection of flesh um, <laughs> may or may not go as well depending on if you already knew people. Those kind of things. So I'm interested to know, like, how I, was it to get access? I did know people at that club. Of course, I knew people in almost every club in Chicagoland. I was out in these clubs for the last few years with my video camera and our girls, and we were shooting video and kind of making a name for ourselves. And again, I was helping out a lot of other promoters. And so when I picked that club, I knew the size of it and I knew the scope of it, but they had no idea what my intention was. And when I explained it to them, they were super excited about it, and I was absolutely like blown away. I thought that there would be a, an issue with it. Our first year, we had some, um, I guess it would be good luck, basically, because, you know, we only had 1,200 people for our first event, and um, we only took up a little part of the club. We had about 30 How many 30 people can it hold? At one, time, four, yeah, at one time, it's 4,400 people, okay. uh, but... It's an it's a nine hour event and so the most we've had is about eight thousand come through the door. Uh mm. so people stay two, three, four hours and then take off and they may end up coming back, but um we we sold about eighty five hundred tickets and about eighty one hundred showed ups. Wow. And the police shut the police shut the building down, the fire marshals <laughs> shut us down. They shut down Dearborn Avenue around the building and uh, they did it on purpose. It wasn't a bad thing, it was a great thing. And they told me they wanted me to try to do that every year. The police love the event because they love seeing, well, you know. Well, do people, do people like, um, well, why do they like it? Are they able to, like, find all the, uh, you know, illegally parked cars? <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. Hey, the police, those other, the cops. Those 400 missing people or whatever were all... <laughs> <laughs> We're all being ticketed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they like the event because they stand outside and watch all the women walking around in lingerie coming into the door, and there's a big enough party outside because obviously in Chicago there's no smoking allowed in any buildings, and so everybody files out to smoke their cigarettes and weed and whatever else they're smoking, and the police just hang out and gawk, and they just love all of the women walking around in lingerie. <laughs> Huh. Okay. It, it, it's become it's did become you, just did like, you have to like did you have to like familiarize yourself with like any warnings to give to like out of out of towners for like city ordinances of what to wear or not to wear like while smoking outside or any of these you know how some cities or areas are weird. Did you no, ever have no. to do any of that? No, we've been kind of uh, very well taken care of by the city of Chicago. They, uh, I'm talking about like the aldermen and the mayor's office and so forth. We invite them every year. Even though the mayor hasn't shown up, we still have a place for him there every year. But we have been uh, really taken under the wing of Chicago. And, you know, what we're doing for the city is kind of featuring Chicago as not really uh, a production house per se, but you know there are there's a lot of adult entertainment and a lot of adult companies that needed something like this to be able to show well, that they're you, proud of their businesses and that you know this isn't taboo anymore, and that what we do here in Chicago is very similar to what other people do in other cities and states. It's just 
It hasn't gotten a lot of media attention. And since we started SexCon, you know, there's other shows like Exotica and uh, Ecstasy and other shows that are coming through the city now, which is great. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, do you think, um, like, the right wheels were greased in a sense with, like, wasn't Playboy headquarters there? They may still have a base there or something, but I know recently they opened up shop in California as well, I think L.A., but do you think that helped, just having it as kind of a mainstay in general? I think think that that's been a big, big factor for me. I've been a a huge fan of Hugh Hefner's and Playboy. You know, regardless of the Chicago connection, that made it even more substantial for me. And, yes, they are based in Chicago, but I think that they've closed shop here. They were in New York. They closed there, too, and now they're just based in California. But, you know, people have said that what we're doing is like maximum steroids as far as Born and Babe. So all of the businesses that I've been in, are a little bit on the risque side, and you know, even though we're a non-nude website, we really do push that envelope. And people have stated that it's like porn, but it can't be because there's no nudity. It's just it's very very teasy and really well produced, super high-end video and pictures of the most beautiful women on the planet, of which most of them live here. That's just my opinion. Aww, that's great. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, well, then tell me then how how uh, you became uh, a promoter of of sexy things that toe the line. This whole thing, like, what was your <laughs> genesis? What was your the process of like letting the fur fly? <laughs> well, that's funny that you say that. I was married for seventeen years. I met my uh, my wife-to-be when we were both 18, and we stayed together until we were 37. So after the divorce, we still were best friends and hanging out, and I started to uh, produce this vibrator called the Rainbow Vibe. I came up with it and created it, and it's a color-changing, you know, multiple-use, sex toy that started to get... Okay, how many uses? Hold on. Please describe. Describe. I need detail. (laughs) All right, I'll tell you. This is the the detail. It's it's basically an electronic device that you cover with a jelly sleeve, and so these are, you know, uh, they could be ribbed. Well, wait, hold on, hold on. But you said multi-use. Like, can you use it as a pen? Like, you just go, bloop, and then, like, a little, like, like ballpoint comes out, and you can, like, sign something or... No, no, no. Besides besides being a like sex a toy, you, you can neuter your cats with it, and you can also oh. use it for uh, babysitters when you're, you know, you're down in, in your luck and you can't find a babysitter. But in reality, it's yeah. just, it's mainly a toy... <laughs> That is is what a participation kind of babies? Adult, tool. Adult babies, because yeah. you know the kind of babies that squirt oil, <laughs> you know the ones that squirt oil. Baby oil. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you can but, slather it on like a roller, like a rolling pin, on a body. But the the rainbow <laughs> vibe is multi-use, and uh, we we've got a couple different versions of it. 
And then, of course, it becomes a different toy every time you use it because you could put different jelly sleeves <laughs> on it, different sizes. You have, like, graduated balls or uh, veiny or smooth or massive, you know, like a big salami oh. or something small. But wait, it's wait, always wait, wait, wait. the same Does this toy. Come pre-bundled? In well, it comes it comes it with a couple of pieces. Variety? Yeah, it does come with a couple of variety sleeves, but there's also an accessory pack that you can get that you know, we can we can turn this thing into the largest or the smallest toy that you want it to be. It's always going to be showing the color changing lights and it's got a hundred different vibration patterns. And it's really a participation toy. It was made for girls who use toys to make a living. Yeah, absolutely. This is not something that, you know, you would buy for yourself, even though I'm sure you would enjoy it, Sandra. This is oh, really? really for other people <laughs> to to use and watch and enjoy the show with. Wait, Rainbow that they could actually could they actually like attend your events while while also being outfitted with the rainbow vibe firmly attached in, in a in a in a slightly discreet more discreet size and just hang out in a way. Oh yeah, I mean you're giving me ideas they, right now. They have like remote control, like activate, like okay, I'm ready for you to have fun now. Woo! There actually is. It's funny that you said that. We've got a really? double head version. Yep, a two sided like a double dong version that has a wireless mm -hmm. remote control. And so as the girls are doing their show, whoever wants to and has that controller can change the colors, can make the thing flash and do different things and uh, put vibrations towards either sides or both sides. And so you know that when you're pushing that button that you're actually affecting the toy. And uh, you can tell that by, you know, the, the girls' attitudes also. Okay. Well, what's the range? How far away can one be? Twenty-five feet. Twenty-five oh, wow. feet. And that's actually too far, if you ask me. I'd like to be right up in that shit, you know. But I mean, twenty-two. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like all like secret agent man or woman or whoever like to be able to kind of covertly. Derp. Okay, fun time. But I'm wondering if there's like an escape valve or something where <laughs> you can sort of you have to like train your kegels to turn it off when you don't want it. Not yeah, you know, I've you know, told you that they've done this. <laughs> I've got plenty of video of these uh, toy shows that we have had because, you know, we bring a couple of girls out to a show. They'll use the rainbow vibe and we'll videotape it for a number of uses. And I have absolutely watched girls use their muscles to push the button through the jelly sleeve and they can change it just by squeezing the right way. <laughs> Incredible, right? See now, for, yeah, forget about smartphones. Right, you can forget about smartphones and computers now that you have, you know, a vibrator <laughs> that you can use your vagina muscles to control. I mean, now we're talking That's real serious high tech. That is definitely high tech. I, 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 yes, this fascinates me. Okay, but I'm also wondering though, are they all like uniquely, um? uniquely remotely attached or would it just make everyone go crazy that happen to have the same device? <laughs> wow, you know, that's a nuts thing to think about, Sandra, because you know, if the whole room is yes. if the whole room has got 
Rainbow Vibes inserted and there's only one controller, I would imagine it would be like controlling a choir. <gasps> Everybody oh would be goodness. singing and moaning at the same time, you know? You must you must arrange a happening where that that's the sole <laughs> purpose. I want to see it. I want you to film it. I will. Ah, I think we might it. have a separate stage, <laughs> a separate Rainbow Vibe stage just for you. Would you would you be considering coming out for our show? I would definitely be considering coming out, and, and I want to. Yeah, I'd love to experience that in person. I want to watch. I want to see this. Um, you like to watch, don't you? Display of yes. Of yeah, frenetic energy all at once with all yeah. Well, what if I were to get you your very own rainbow vibe? Would that make you happy? Um, very much so. But even more so if I can pick out the exact shades of <laughs> the color. That's exactly what you get to do with it, because it's like there's literally thousands of colors. And you can you can push okay. a button and it can morph into colors or. Where am I supposed to buy this? Hold that way. And everyone listening in, I swear to you, like this, like if I weren't me, I would think like this is all like pre-known. Seriously, I'm guessing, and yet he's got it all covered. So <laughs> awesome and random and like great. I yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm well, I have. I have made a lot of friends with that toy. I I have made a lot of friends with that toy, and a couple okay. of enemies. You know, that may be the reason why I got divorced. I'm not sure. Uh-oh. But oh. I did make it. I did make it for my wife originally. It was made for her, and we used it quite a bit. But once and people like, started are you some to see kind it, of like, are you some kind of like? Uh, I don't even know what it's called or whatever. Like a like a uh, inventor, like a products engineer, manufacturer? No, I, I would say I'm a... Tra- you just dreamt it up and made it happen. Like, I, this, this, I gotta, I, I don't get it. You know, tell me. I, I'm, a, I'm kind of like <laughs> a sexual savant. Or, or, you know, one of those people where I definitely think outside the box during the process of having sex and even the, the chase and the uh, the whole after effect of having sex. To me, I like cuddling and I like hanging out. And, you know, I mean, having sex is great. Don't get me wrong. I do it all the time, and I do it great by myself, too. But when I'm with somebody, I love to make them feel good. And, you know, the I guess it would be the, the remainder of the day is, what I really look forward to after satisfying somebody and knowing that they had a good time with me. I like spending time afterwards just to push, smash their face in it and just, you know, I like to hear how good I can fuck somebody and, you know, it's always nice. It's well, always nice. Uh, well, well, do some of those then come with, like, uh, voice, like, uh, messages and then <laughs> where they can say things or something? Like, you should totally make a Larry doll out of one <laughs> I have a, there's a couple of the girls, there's a couple of the girls that we've shot for Born and Babe that wanted to make a doll of me, and, you know, I do have these kind of crazy statements that I make while we're shooting, stuff like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, that looks great, and, oh, man, that looks, un- some of the things that I say to them, 
it's a natural thing. And they want to make a doll of me. Yeah, they want to make a doll of me where you pull. And in lieu of a doll, though, it could just be your voice, and then it could they could totally be receptor recipients of that message within if you just. Yeah. I don't think that will help sales one bit. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that will uh, help anybody. What? I think maybe maybe you should come with a picture of me, you know? No no what? Larry voice is coming out of a rainbow vibe stuffed in somebody's vagina. I just can't see how well, that would be good. For vibratory reasons alone, I don't see how you could live. <laughs> that would be like... Squatting over one of the speakers and having me go, right? It just wouldn't work. I don't think it would work. Fine. But I'm willing to entertain. <laughs> I'm willing to try. For you, I would. I'd be willing to try for sure. Okay, just for me then. Exclusive. You have to make one, and I will let you know whether or not it ought to be a full line. I'll give well. You my Honest output. <laughs> I think that you could definitely aid us in some research and development into a new set of accessories for our toy. Okay. I'm I'm open to suggestions. I'm I'm yeah, I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for you. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. Okay, but it's so... the, the toy has been in about seventy-five videos. Um, everything from Vivid Video to Playboy and Penthouse, Hustler, uh, you know, you name it okay. as far as the production companies. It's, it's actually more famous than me, which I'm not happy about, but it's okay. Well, it, your work will live on. <laughs> that's what I love to hear. Yeah, okay. that's what I love to hear. Yeah. Okay. Um, make your statement. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So you're... That official name of the product, like, is it just Rainbow something? Like, did you trademark that? Did you patent Yeah, that? yeah, it's called the Rainbow Vibe, and it's, you okay. know, spelled the same way, Rainbow Vibe. God. And at this point, we're still, um, we're looking for a deal with some type, you know, whether it be California Exotic Novelties or Doc Johnson or Phallus Glass, we would like to have some other company kind of take it and, really do justice with it because it's just a single line for us and um, you know it's just another one of the crazy companies that I started uh, that uh, keeps me smiling it's always yeah. keeps me smiling I love toys <laughs> of all kinds okay yeah. well huh. alright and what is that retail for again <laughs> <laughs> well, for you, I'll send you one. But the uh, yeah. the single, yeah, the single vibe is seventy nine dollars, and then the double vibe, which actually is for like two girl shows and things like that, comes in a beautiful flight case, and that retails for one seventy nine. Oh, sweet! And so, do they yeah. just would would someone just go to what Born and Babe to get it, or like what? No, you know what? You can look in your local sex shops, and then there are, of course, online retailers that have all kinds of toys. So if you do Google a Google, it. yeah, Google okay. Rainbow Vibe, and you should find it. Voila. Okay. Learn something new every day. Awesome. Every day there's something new to learn. Huh. Okay. I love it. All right. Well, okay. So you, you alluded to 
um, one of various, like, businesses or things that you like to do. Is there anything else that you'd like to share that you have um, uh, um, like spawned onto the world or brought forth to the world, whether it be something in the adult field or not, or are you your cool with not sure well, or what? <laughs> I um I think that I have the best weed in the world and I you Wait, know who? My, we like it's the game we no W E D D as in marijuana and I love marijuana. My my whole thing I think it's gonna say on my on my um on my headstone it's gonna say money, pussy or weed. Which one did him in? But I'll be smiling in my grave in my grave I'll be smiling regardless because I'm I'm just having a good time with it. For me, everything well, that well, I th- only only I, one of those three could literally make you die. So I don't really you know, oh no, headstone or oh, tombstone, no. whatever it's called. Yeah, the, <laughs> well, two of two of those can make you die. You nobody's ever gotten sick or died from marijuana, but definitely. But for money, mon- oh yeah, in itself, Mon- just literally, literally, I know like that it. Money is a terrible thing of what it can effectuate, but in and of itself, it's just paper. And well, you know, it paper may, it, is made out of hemp, right? So they're ergo. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I, I think if I think if uh, our money was made out of hemp, half of the world would have rolled it into a joint already. But I, I know that what we do with our bodies makes a difference, and. Marijuana's never hurt anybody, and I can see like with with Washington State and um, Colorado, you know, fully legalizing marijuana. It's just going to be a ripple effect. I'm hoping, and we're really <laughs> pushing for Illinois and Chicago specifically to become a legal area. It's always legal for wait, ten feet around is, me, anyways. Wait, who who are we? What, what do you mean? Have you like sent to your local congressman like like letters or calls or, or congresswoman calls? Yes, or? I have. Yes, I have. Wow. And I'm a member of Normal, which is the National Organization to Reform Marijuana Laws. I'm a member of them, and I'm a member member of <laughs> Marijuana uh, Policy Project, which is another grassroots organization that's based in Washington D.C. And, you know, you get a lot of good information from these people, and, of course, they ask for donations, which is very important. But it's uh, it's not just a bunch of stoners, you know, telling people that they want to smoke weed. There's a lot of really good medical uh, derivatives and unbelievably possible to remove the world's reliance on pharmaceuticals, which are killing people, you know, and, and, and just have this marijuana become not only uh, recreational use, but also replacing out a lot of painkillers that are hurting people, like uh, Vicodin and uh, acetaminophen. Those are bad for you. Marijuana does the same thing, and it's not bad for you. We make hash cookies, which are, you know, you don't even need a car when you eat hash cookies. You just fly around with those things. What? (laughs) Yeah. Have Have you ever tried hash cookies or any type of edibles? 
I mean, you're you're not in, in California, not in the right? United, not in the United States. No, I have not. Oh yeah. Well, I'll have to send you a care package. I send some things out to my friends. No, please don't. Please don't. No, you don't want any. No, wait till if I move to like Amsterdam or something one day, then maybe you should move there too or something. I don't. Mail is weird. I don't know. I know it's not. It's not legal, and of course we would never do that. Of course we wouldn't. Please. But you know. I'm friends with Santa Claus, and so, you know, there's no uh, laws against Santa Claus delivering to anybody, you know. In fact, we left him some special cookies. I'm not sure that he finished his route either, you know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's terrible. Oh, Aww. that's great. That's great. Well, would you consider yourself then, um, <laughs> either going to be a really bad joke or, or a good joke? I don't know. Would you... <laughs> <laughs> Would you consider yourself a horticulturalist? Um, it depends on how you spell that word. <laughs> but I would yeah, I would imagine the answer, so yeah, awesome. the answer so is awesome. yes. The answer Aww. is yes, I am. Yeah. Well, I consider myself <laughs> the same of a different kind. I'm no gardener. Um, but yes. Well, Aww. you know what? I think you just gave me a new title. I love that. I think I need to change my business cards now. Horticulturalist. Wow. That's excellent. I hope I can use that, you know. I'll pay you if you want, but I definitely want to use that. Horticulturalist. Oh. How long have you been on the radio? Oh, my goodness. Right now? No, not today, but, like, since uh, since your inception of wanting to be you know, everybody's told me that I've got a face for radio, so this is, you know, this is working out Are you telling me I'm ugly? You're so mean. No, I, I have a face for radio. They, they told me I have a face for radio. Well, you know, let's you, see. Let's see. I've been ugly for precisely a little over a year. <laughs> no, nice. No, no, no. No, I started, I, I, I started um, Playtime with Sandra Radio on the very first Sunday of 2012, and we are now 2013. Um, and before that, I just I did radio like radio interviews on other people's or other companies' stations. Um, Joe Sojic out in um, ooh, Wisconsin or Chicago area. Playboy Radio. I've been on there like a bunch of times. They're awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, 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 Were you on with Nikki Hunter? Nikki no. Hunter on Playboy no, Radio? No, no, no. I no. Yeah. I've always been um um what do you call it? Uh the morning show with Andrea Lowell and Oh, okay. Yeah. Well I've got you know, I've got some <laughs> friends in the industry and um I'm not sure, do you know who Wankus is from KSX Radio? Have you heard of him? No. Because he, he's mentioned I don't even think too. they're around right now, are they? Wait. What? I don't know. It's been a little while since I've talked to him, but that's why uh, I asked you how long. There's a friend of mine. Yeah, there's a dancer friend of mine who uh, uh, worked with him uh, fairly often. Um, but this was about three or so years ago that we were sort of having this conversation about radio shows in general. Um, 
And the last time I tried to look up KSEX, I couldn't find it, but I could have just not found it, and it's still around. But otherwise, it, I don't know where it is, and I don't know if it exists yeah. anymore. I'm not <laughs> sure. That whole Internet, you know, I've been looking for the entrance to the uh, superhighway around me, and I just can't find it. The whole Internet's broken from what I heard. You know, of course, that's not true. We rely on that for our business, and we love being online and finding out stuff about everybody around the world. It's the way we I know, which is why I was very, like, you know, disheartened and sad that I was unable to locate them when I looked. But that was a while ago, so who knows? Well, but, um, you replaced them. You have replaced them, and that's a good thing. What? No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I heard. Come on, don't be, you don't have to be all, you what? know, like, what? Of course you replace them. Your radio That's show impossible. is... I'm only one your... person. They have, like, a whole network of people, or like, like more than one person that does shows, or they did. Well, I don't know. I. What are you talking about? <laughs> nobody's as cute as you, so that's what oh, matters. Oh, that's what you're saying. Oh, my yeah. And while we're doing this interview, I've been eating some hash cookies. Can you tell? Uh, No, I cannot. My voice doesn't (laughs) sound weird to you? My eyes don't look all watery to you? I don't know what your voice nor your (laughs) eyes are like (laughs) normally. And if you truly are uh, um, a um, well-seasoned... Horticulturalist, I may never know. <laughs> what your I am. normal voice your normal voice and your normal eyes look like. Ever. Well. Ever. I I definitely am a well seasoned horticulturalist and thank you for that title because it will be going on my business cards from now on. Oh. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. And <clears throat> Okay. I like uh asked? Savannah is. 
Uh, is that a type of a cat? Yeah, it's a type of cat. It's very long, and it's spotted like a, a leopard or a cheetah, one of those. Um, it has incredible range, like as far as jumping capabilities, and it can actually be walked on a leash. And oh, I've seen those, and it's got like long ears. They're super ears. cute. Yeah, yeah they look well, like... Um, I think they have long ears. Well, they've got like long hair in their ears, and they look like lynxes, oh, yes. right? Yes, yes. I have they seen those. Those are extremely exotic. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's not I love day. those. I love those, and uh, I don't think I could have one here because that would probably eat my other cats. But I love any yeah. type of any type of cat. I'm a big fan. Hence, the reason why I got into the sex industry because you know Voila. it's all about cats. It's all about cats. So only cats, though. No, no. No pepitos, no bunny rabbits, no uh, pet squirrels, no um, hamsters, gerbils. No, um, no. I've always been a cat person, and uh, I, I just love cats. I think they're humans with fur, and I uh, I really enjoy <laughs> the company. You know, most of my friends are uh, women. And a lot of women seem to like cats too, and dogs, anything like that. They they're a lot of work, you know. They they have to be taken care of and they have to be attended to. Where cats just let you take care of them; they don't need you to. And so it's an easier animal for me to have around. The house. Well, <laughs> yes, perhaps. That surely that can only go so far. Like. They can let you not buy them cat food, but they may also let you wash them. <laughs> uh, and if you don't feed them eat, enough, not, then they like go, not yeah. eat. <laughs> well, when they're outside, they're you know, because we, we have outside what? cats, and we have outside cats, and they will hunt for their own food, and not in garbage cans, you know. They take out other little birds and animals, and they bring, you know, mice and all kinds of things back to the house, so... They're little hunters. They're they're cost-efficient. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Yes. Very cost-efficient and extremely entertaining. Extremely entertaining. Really? Can you train them? Like, do they do, like, different, like, things? I I know that there's some cats that can be trained and, like, probably specific to breeds, maybe. Maybe all all of them can if they want to. I don't know, but... Do, do you well, have seen... anything special or awesome? Yeah. Like, there was, there was a cat recently, I forgot, like, until just right now, but there was a cat who, like, in Brazil, who, like, was trying to come back to a prison or something to give, like, keys. It was wearing, like, a tool belt. <laughs> Are you talking about a cartoon? Is no, this, this is a cartoon? real life. This is whole oh. real life. I, I honestly. Like Google it. I'm so serious. Like in Brazil, and the guards, <laughs> the guards were saying like, you know, the trouble with cats is that they don't name any names. <laughs> so <laughs> they didn't know like who to blame. But literally, they took a picture. This could be like some huge elaborate hoax, but it was like in a lot of different places, and like not in the joke category, where they actually like were reporting of a cat like trying to steal into back into a prison and, like, go in and, like, you know, bring keys that they... Well, I, I, I can... Like, weird, but that. it's supposed to have happened. 
this is what I believe to be true at this moment. <laughs> well, I can I can beat that because I'm sure you've seen um, videos where people are training their cats to go to the toilet and then flush the toilet. You know, have you seen that before? Um, yes, I, I've seen one well, that's trained to like answer the phone and say hello, which is my cat. My cat does one better. After I go to the bathroom, my cat wipes my butt for me, and it took me two years for it to teach it that. But, does uh, he use tissue, or does he just go commando? I've never <laughs> asked. I've never asked him. It always feels good. Back? I don't care. Do you look yeah. back? No, I don't look back. What kind of toilet tissue do you purchase? Oh, I leave that up to the cats. You know, I just leave it up oh. to the cats. They do. Yeah. They do everything here. That's really Thank amazing. You. Wow. Well, there you are. Now, if I can, if I could just get them to help me edit video, I'd be all good. Well, that could be arranged. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I need your help. You know, if you if you think you can teach my cats how to help me edit video, I'll show them. Uh, I'll show you how to have them wipe your butt. Uh, I'll, I'll, no, thank you. I don't need that part, but maybe I'll, I'll, I'll one day research like the ethics of it all. That perhaps they could use your products, and that might like help them somehow to like edit your video. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> the first. But I don't know if that's, that's that humane. That sounds like it's probably not, the more I think about it. <laughs> What's not humane is to have me sitting for 15 hours a day in front of the computer editing myself. So Welcome you know, to the new world. Hello. I know, I know. But leave it to Border Babe to have the first cat-edited video online. It's coming, kids. Wait for it. I believe so. This could happen. <laughs> it could happen. Um, things, yes. Yeah. Kind of a crazy world that we're living in, Sandra, you know? I mean, totally. next thing you know, next thing you know, we're going to have a black president. Never. <laughs> Never. Bullshit. I <laughs> well, I voted for Obama because I think he, I think he's doing a good job and, uh, you know, I'm not political wait, wait, by any means. Wait, all times or one time? I don't, what does that even mean? You have to qualify that. I don't understand. Once or just now? Well, this last, yeah, this last uh, election really didn't matter because, in reality, are you Illinois. You didn't vote? Are you telling me you did not vote this year or last year? This round. Hello. Hello. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not vote. I was a bad, bad boy. Well, so much for your dreams of like marijuana. You know what? I was going to vote, but then I got high. You know, and then I just See, forgot about it. you're like the poster it. child for what's what's works against your cause, sir. If uh, I may be know. so gauche to point that out. I'm the national poster boy for abortion control. <laughs> Wait, control? <laughs> yeah, there should be like denizens of you, totally. Uh huh. <clears throat> it's a big picture of me saying, "Do you want this to happen to you?" I don't think so. Where, where would this be featured? Where would this be featured, and what would you be wearing? Well, I have uh, diapers on, and I have uh, kind of a bonnet on, and that's pretty much it. One boot. You'll recognize it if you've seen that poster. 
Oh, wait, it's currently in existence? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I sign them. Every show that we do, I sign those things. People bring them in. And they also uh-huh. bring in their uh, rotten frying pans for me to sign, too, which I don't quite understand, but I'm doing it, you know. Signing Wait, used, you, beat up frying pans. Doesn't make any frying sense. pans? Yeah. I'm I don't sure understand some, it myself. some sort of reasoning behind it. Somewhere. There's got to be. There's no reason for people to come to a sex show with <laughs> beat up frying pans and have me sign them unless there is a reason for it. It just wouldn't exist unless there was a reason. Maybe your dad can tell you. That's a good idea. <laughs> I'm going to ask her, when she's done wiping my butt, what the hell she's doing and if the cat is responsible for that or not. Oh, very good you know what? You know what? She's probably telling them that she's your chambermaid and needs more supplies. You know, she can't really Just talk. All she, does, all she can do is answer the phone and say hello, so it's hard to get any more out of her than that, you know? When you're around, she saves the best for when you're not around. Oh, I know she can type well. She's told me. I know she. She can type well because she's. Yeah, she texts very well. It's almost like it's a human being, but when you talk to her, all she can say is hello. It is. You know my cat. Oh my goodness. Let me guess. You guys are friends on Facebook, right? We go way back. You were at my cat's bar mitzvah, weren't you? I saw you there. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell. I've had a few cookies, haven't you? I mean, I definitely have had a few cookies, so I'm no, going to have to. Cheerful and buoyant, and I am. I am. That's all. And I'm free right now. I'm free. Tomorrow will be twenty percent off, but right now I'm free. So come and get your piece of Larry while it lasts. <laughs> is this a crazy interview or what, Sandra? This is kind of a crazy interview, isn't it? This is very interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, please do, sir, tell my listeners, whoever they may be, whomever, um, What's coming up, the exact date and the exact admission price for this year's Chicago Sex Con, if you would please? Yeah, thank you. Uh, (laughs) Well, you know, Chicago Sex Con, first of all, you can find out more about it at thechicagosexcon.com. And um, our show will be, it's always the last Wednesday of April. So we've kept it that way since the beginning, and people look forward to it. Is, as there, kind of like is there any specific reason? Is there, like, some sort of, like, holiday or celebration or something? I don't know. Uh, that is National Kiss Your Girlfriend's Vagina Day. So we kind of have the show on that day to make sure that if you don't have a girlfriend that you can kiss somebody's vagina. But it's, yeah, yeah, Wednesday, April 24th. It'll be, um, the tickets, you know, if you register right now, we're doing it for as little as $25. And um, as it gets closer to the show, it'll probably creep up a little bit, but the most that we've been at is $40. And 
for that $40 or $25 if you're lucky enough to register and get, you know, advanced tickets. The thing about it is it's an entire slap-in-the-face night where you will be literally numb coming out of this place with so much uh, visual and uh, experiential content that you'll be talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks afterwards, and in fact, months and months afterwards. People continuously come up to me everywhere and thank me and shake my hand and tell me what a great time they have at the Chicago Sex Con. And I'm waiting to be able to experience that myself because I worked my ass off for the show. I don't really get a chance to enjoy it, but I have to watch it back on video to remember everything because it's just such a crazy night. There's so much going on everywhere okay. in that club. Uh, okay. okay. And, and when is last call again? Last call is about <laughs> 3.15 in the morning, and we try to get people to... Yep, by 3.30 the lights are coming on, and 4 o'clock we have to shut the doors, and everybody needs to be out by 4 in the morning. 4 a.m., gotcha. 4 a.m. Alrighty then. Well, 4 in the morning. You can party nonstop from... um, 7 to 4. Well, industry can. Otherwise, um, um... those who Yeah, those who buy a ticket will be able to get in from nine <laughs> nine PM yeah until there four in the morning. Yes, yep. yes. Seven yep. hours of pure satisfaction and awesomeness and sugar. And we have something for everybody. We've got male reviews and freaks in the room and cross dressers, transvestites, everybody from the gay, lesbian, bisexual community out there. Uh, people who are swingers and, you know, um, fat dudes that are wearing very little clothing, which is not <laughs> a good thing ever. We've got uh, you stop that people, right awesome. <laughs> people being awesome. led around in gimp masks, you know, and being strapped into crosses and whipped. I mean, this is not your parents' it's not light out. Easter, is it? It's not Easter. We don't need a cross and all that. No. Well, not not like uh, you're not getting on the cross like you're being crucified. These yeah, are the good. right. These are the X's that are in um, a lot of. It's just a plus sign. No, these are like X's. They're dungeon. They're dungeon crosses, and uh, you strap your arms and your legs to it, and and you're either tickled or beat. One or the other, maybe both. Or you vomit if it's like a spinning wheel, if it can actually go like Wheel of Fortune in a way, right? That would be cool. Yeah, nobody might vomit. That's a pretty cool toy these days. And a big bag of glass. Probably not. Not after 315, they don't. (laughs) No, no. And then, of course, everybody wants to know where I'm going after that show, and I usually end up uh, going right to, you know, the room with uh, whoever I'm with and try to calm down. It's not an easy thing for me to come down from that show. When I finally do go to sleep and wake up, I feel like a baby has been reborn. All the stress is off me, and I can and, start and to enjoy myself. And who is there myself. for you? Who is there for you, Surrey, with the diaper and the frying pan? Yeah, she and... You. She loves you. <laughs> she loves me, and she... 
Yeah, and she wipes my butt, and that's how she proves it every day. That is how she proves it every day. It's a great way to show your love is to wipe the butt of the person that you care about. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, okay, I can tell. Well, well, good night. Good night, Larry. Well, thank you Jessica. so much, Sandra. You know, I still have dinner here waiting for you anytime you're ready. Um, no, no thank you. If it's already made, then it will be absolutely horrible by the time I ever get around to consuming it. Well, I, uh, I made it the first Sunday of 2012, and it's been sitting here since. So, you know, for every show that you do... This stuff just gets well, a little that. bit tastier, a little bit tastier each and every week. Okay. Well, it can be incorporated in the custom uh, Larry Doll Rainbow vibe, and I will <laughs> I will take delight therein. So, yes. Okay, I better you know, end this because we're like if you, time already. If yeah. you do come out to Chicago, you know you know you have a couple of, you know you have a couple of gifts waiting for you. Okay, Sandra, okay. thank okay, you so much. What? Now you're cutting me off. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. This was yes. fun. <laughs> this was fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, All right. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you very much for this interview. I've had a great time. I can hardly contain my... Anticipation of this custom Rainbow Vibe Larry Doll creation, um, and I will let everyone know exactly what I think of it when I have the chance to um, have a gander. So, I love that. I love to hear that. Hmm. Well, thank you so much, Sandra. <laughs> thank you. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> okay. Good evening. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. So there you have it. That was Larry of uh, the ChicagoSexCon.com, which will be happening once again for a sixth time at Excalibur and Vision Nightclub in Chicago, Illinois, in the Windy City. Um so, yeah, stay tuned to that. Check out the website. Get in touch. Maybe you can get your own, your very own custom rainbow vibe of some sort. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, and thank you, Jess, at Bear of Naked Girls Radio for arranging the interview. Um, and I will play, heading out uh, tonight, I will play a song by Kyle Young called The Out Crowd. Here we go. <laughs> I grew up in bed. 
inside smoke Some people just sick in my brain Lobotomy, millions of faces Contained inside of me Relaying situations, racing Metonymy, autonomy, but wow me Consciously, consciously leaving me But not the keys, a gym that I can keep Cause honestly, all you oddballs inspire me Remind me that I am me now I can see how everybody
but the left is overnight. Give you ice like Kobe Bryant. We sort of like Kobe Bryant. No way we mow them right. You a celebrity overnight. Girl, I see you in the back of my station. Chill on your back, I wanna know your name. Girl, I'm just like a boat. 